Welcome to Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. I'm your co-host, John Downey. And I'm Emily Downey. Emily, I don't know if you're in on the on the Twitter Twitter gossip, on the Twitter news. I saw a story come across my my Twitter today that I that intrigued me. Okay. Uh, Do tell. Jensen Carp, he's at Jensen Carp with a K on Twitter. He runs the I guess he's a co-host uh or or the host of Talk Ain't Cheap, the podcast about Cameo. Uh he had an incident I think yesterday morning with his cinnamon toast crunch. Okay. Cinnamon toast crunch. Uh, he and he and they have been going back and forth. Uh, f- I th- seemingly all of yesterday and all of today because he found shrimp tails in his bag of cinnamon toast crunch. No fucking shit. No, no shit. At all. That is so upsetting. Straight up, there is, like, if you go to Twitter right now, and you'll see that Cinnamon Toast Crunch is trending, if you click on it, it'll take him right to the first tweet. There there were straight up two just discarded shrimp tails that clearly went through the, like, sugaring process at, oh at the Cinnamon Toast Crunch factory and made it into his bag. Not only that, he also found some, like, baked-on, like, black disgusting looking shit on some of the pieces of cereal and the other bag it was a it was a two pack it, it was a two pack with two bags in it yeah, the other bag yeah. was taped clo- the bottom corner of it was taped closed with scotch tape oh my tape. god it was it is a mess and i'm sure a an absolute pr nightmare for cinnamon toast well, crunch yeah that's really <laughs> disgusting like i don't even eat shrimp like no. I won't eat shrimp by choice, and uh, I don't. So to find like shrimp product, I don't. Is like gotta be so upsetting. That there is, I don't. I don't think they produce shellfish in their in the same factory. I I would imagine not. No, I think it was like an employee's snack. But like, like. That, that's my question though, because that's the easiest answer, right? Is that it was just somebody's lunch, but who is having? Peel and eat shrimp. Lunch on an assembly line. Like, who is the employee that is, like, chowing down on a shrimp cocktail for their lunch at the fucking Cinnamon Toast Crunch factory? Hey, look, we don't get a lot of time for breaks, and they make me feel fancy, (laughs) you know? I wish, you know how... I really wish it was the Honey Bunches of Oats people. Okay. Like, I really do because they try to be so transparent because their commercials are all like, I work for Honey Bunches of Oats and it's a wonderful place to work. <laughs> so- and then, like, pan over to the Cinnamon Toast Crunch people and they're just eating shrimp. Like. <laughs> just shouting, yeah, what the fuck ever. Like, down on some shrimp. <laughs> like, you have the nice lady for... Uh, Honey bunches that of lady who's like, always this is in a wonderful place. Yeah, I've worked here for thirty years. You and just it's see, great. <laughs> you see the cut, the, the take cut, and her turn to her lunch. Just pop some shrimp and just toss the fucking shells <laughs> over her shoulder, <laughs> carefree. <laughs> oh my god! Now I want like Key and Peel to do that. Yeah. I know I should like as a creator, I should strive for this myself. Like we should make this video. Yeah. But I'm just willing to pass it over to Key and Peel and be like, please do. That's fair. Please do these sketch idea. They would do a Maybe great we job. should like, yeah, maybe we should add, like in our promo material for this episode, send it to Key and Peel to be like, please do this. We can, skit. we can tag Key and Peel. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think Jordan Peel has a, 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 a kind of a lot going on. Uh, I, yeah, but he Keegan still Michael does. Key also does, but like arguably more than we do, but also they, like definitely have more stuff going on than we do. <laughs> I still don't want to do it though, because like that would involve us delving into sketch comedy, and I don't want to dip my toes in at this juncture. I want to have like a couple good ones up my sleeve. We're not ready. And for by that. the time we. Yeah, by the time we've produced it, it's going to be like four months from now, yep. you know? So, this, yeah, that's going to be a little a little tricky. The whole Twitter feud between this podcaster and Cinnamon Toast Crunch will be well over by then. Yeah. It was like that time when um, 
we had like a we had to write our own show in advanced theater in high school. Oh my god! And we wrote a little show about the Chilean miners, and it got delayed so much oh. that the Chilean miners were like well <laughs> out of that mine by the time we finally got to perform it. And it was this very somber, dramatic piece about how we must care about the Chilean miners and we have to free them. And you oh know, it was like this god. living newspaper piece while we were like playing their loved ones and stuff, and then. Like they were like long gone, they were like well they were, out of. They that. were all fine, and they all got out. And the world rejoiced, and we, um, little theater nerds, we wept. You have because... you have to find that script. No, if there's no, I any, don't. Any chance that you could find that script? That is gold. That is it's so. That stupid. is time travel in a in a bottle. Uh. That's just like. A, a beautiful glimpse into the mind of a of a white theater kid yeah, in like well, like, fucking what 2013 no you before oh, yeah. that no like, no no it was before that it was like 2009 2000, or 2011 <laughs> actually it was 2010 2011 and you know we were all wearing our jeans and our our high top converses and our black shirts and we had to like stand <laughs> on theater boxes and do our living newspaper piece about Chilean miners Holy that had shit. been you know released after you know like months before so yeah that was a whole thing. No, my only Twitter drama going on right now is between my gardening group on Facebook and a local weatherman <laughs> who also has like a very nice Twitter. And I wish I knew his handle right off the top of my head, um, but I don't. And I'm being good and I'm going to stop looking at my phone during our episodes. So I'm not going to look it up, <laughs> but he posted this graphic that was like, is it tomato time yet? No, not yet, because everyone's trying to plant right now. Yeah. And everyone's, like, very eager to plant. Everyone's, like, got their seeds in the ground. And I'm sitting over here, like, I'm pretty sure you're, everything you planted is going to die. But, you know, I'm just like, <laughs> what do I have? The farmer's almanac. But I have a local weatherman on my side, so I'm just watching it go down, you know? Are, are there people? There are people in your group that are upset that the weatherman is saying that it's not tomato time yet? I think they're upset in general that it's not tomato time yet, and they're trying to, like, force tomato time, and they're trying to say, like, it's only to be safe that I can't plant my tomatoes, so technically I can. And I'm like, y'all, Virginia has, like, a long growing season. Like, just relax. I You're going to have tomatoes into October. Look, it's it's a weird time. It's a weird, touchy time in, in our nation's history. People, people are worried about doing the right thing, but y'all... Mm-hmm. There are no laws against planting shit in your own backyard. You do not have to ask anyone's permission. No one has to tell you it's okay to plant shit. If you're real, like if you are really okay with just disregarding the fact that it's probably going to die, then just fucking plant it. If you want to plant it, no one can tell you not to. You're an adult. I love my seeds and I want them to thrive. So I'm going to wait until April 15th. Like you're supposed to. You know, technically you're supposed to wait till March 1st. <laughs> How so fucking that's, that's, that's dare I'm at. this this fake newsman, this this, this idiot weatherman tell me what I can and can't plant. Meanwhile, the weatherman's like, I just look, I'm it's just trying just, to save it's your crops. A, it's not a good time. I, it'll be just, better just later keep them in your house. One, two more just, weeks. You have the seeds. Just keep them just hold it's on literally to two more weeks like it's not hard i don't know everyone got all excited not they started their time seeds yet. too early tomato it's time later tomato time yet it's okay <sighs> it's gonna be okay y'all it's gonna be okay i'm using y'all because it makes the gardeners feel more comfortable <laughs> actually y'all is great i'm 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 I love y'all. You is also plural and gender neutral, but I'm loving y'all. It, it's it's colloquial. It's fun. Also gender neutral. We're all just here to have a good time. You can say it in professional emails so mm-hmm. long as it's not like your very first communication with that person ever. <laughs> it's a good it's a good time. Absolutely. We are here on on a mission from from a divine power. This is yeah. this is one of those episodes that's this is big change, big change episodes. You're mm-hmm. you if you're listening to this later on in history, it's probably because this episode made it into a history book 
and you have been assigned going back and listening to this to find out when the history of sales changed. Yeah. We have a tall task. This is how... Yeah, that you just set for us. Like, you could have just been no, like, no. oh, that's all right, I guess. No, no. Okay. Emily, the task is Because I'm like, is undersell, over-deliver, you know? <laughs> that's how I want to be. I want to undersell, over-deliver. You're like... Sure, sure, sure. Overselling, and now we have to, like, meet that and or risk under-delivering. Did I already fuck up the sales pitch? I mean, you sold it. So, I mean, technically, no. So, we're off to a good start, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> I guess so. If we're like, we need a whiteboard. Like, I've got plenty of space behind me. If you we can get a, a whiteboard going on, there. yeah. So I feel like I could get something going on with like a score sheet where we just tally the points, Emily and John, yeah. over the episode. We'll introduce a new element to the show, which is like who won this particular episode. I was thinking the same thing, and mm-hmm. I really like that idea. Yeah, I, you know, I think it's like from coming from like a very competitive school district where we grew up, yeah. you know, we have that like competition in us. And if I'm not getting graded on it, then I, I, I don't care. Like, I wish my boss would give me grades because my whole upbringing <laughs> was based on like, this is your value as a person and we are assigning you a number value. Yeah. And now, now I don't get that. No. You know what I mean? Like, I don't receive Yeah, I need frequent, like, quarterly check-ins, numerical like, check-ins yeah. ab- ab- ta- like about my progress specifically. In- yeah, tell me I'm good. Yeah. I know I'm doing good. I wake up every morning. I brush my teeth most days. Like, I'm succeeding pretty well at adulthood, but I would love some sort of authority confirmation of that because right now the only like instructor in my life is um the lady who trains my dog (laughs) and I'm like sucking up to her like real hard because (laughs) she is training my dog and I want her to think we're good and so we work really hard at the dog training because we just crave that affirmation from literally anyone but that's the thing is like i'm starting to think like that might be what scientology is <laughs> and so like, are my feet and levels is that where that comes into play you know no one will tell me no one will tell yeah. me what what the situation is but my gut says that that's what scientology is and it yeah that's me. like I have a feeling, yeah. Well, apparently, I started watching that crazy documentary about that with that lady from, it's not King of the Hill. What's it called? Queens, the King of the Queens, one. King of Queens. There we go. The lady from King of Queens. With Paul Blart this in whole it. thing. Yeah, yeah. And she does whole thing with the King of Queens. No, Scientology. Right. <laughs> and she did this crazy expose thing. If we if we talk if we say Scientology too much, actually. We might we might get like flagged and and shadow shut down by by the higher ups in Scientology. So we might yeah. we should probably code name it to King of Queens. Yeah. So she did a she did a whole expose on King of Queens and how it costs like so much money yep. to be cast in, in King, King of, of Queens. Queens. Yep. And to get a larger part in King of Queens, you actually have to front hundreds of thousands of dollars and they will encourage you to take out loans in order to have more lines in king of queens hang on wait so what's the line metaphor i don't know i just wanted like more (laughs) i just wanted more code i don't know i'm just like i just just got really excited about the code (laughs) i wanted to lead into it yeah it is fascinating. That's t- terrifying. What, what we do know. Yeah, no, it's very scary. I would say no to Scientology. If anyone listening to this is questioning whether or not is they questioning it, like, go into Scientology. Wait for whatever system we come up with to grade you and yeah. see if that might be possibly better than Scientology, which sounds like it just might be like a Trump University situation, <laughs> only successful. So, like definitely want to want to wait and see if there are better options out there for, for sure, sure. For sure. Yeah. uh i was gonna say we should start by you trying you selling me scientology oh no i think i'm i'm already on the other I, side yeah of that i think currently. i think we're too far gone with that i would also, also i think it's kind of dirty to sell that like it feels bad you know i think number one of sales is choose a product you believe in 
you know? And I yeah. feel like that is, that is like a good, I mean, like they will tell you that no matter what. Like if you are in sales, they will tell you that the product you are selling is a product you believe in. But like, I suggest actually finding one because uh-huh. that's like the first thing. If you like, I know, sign up to sell vacuum cleaners, then they're going to be like, this vacuum cleaner is a vacuum cleaner you can believe in. And they'll try to indoctrinate you into that vacuum cleaner life. But think before you think before you step into the vacuum cleaner business and go, do I really believe in vacuum cleaners? You know, mm-hmm. like, is it me? <laughs> is it is it my deal? Is it my vibe? You know? Do our auras mesh? I don't know. <laughs> me and vacuum cleaners? Absolutely not. No. Ever since my dad gave me one for my 11th birthday, I've been anti-vacuum cleaner. I was going to say, that's a that's a, that's a a conversation for your therapist. <laughs> that's a wound that goes pretty deep. I don't know if we got the time to discuss there's, it right there's now. There's a whole lot of, of digging up old old memories with I mean, I feel vacuums. like that's just it. I think I think my dad gave me a vacuum cleaner for my for my 11th birthday, and I think that's... That's it. Hasn't got over like it. I remember where I re- where I was. I remember my reaction. I don't remember a lot from my childhood, but I remember that specific moment yeah. like very well. So, so vacuum cleaner is not going to be it for me. I've personally. got, uh, I've got a couple tabs open with some with some products. Just lists okay. lists of products, like types of products or specific products. Uh, specific products, specific products. Okay. Well, let me tell you, before you go into that, John, like what is, what is like your ideal product? Like if you could sell anything and I know this is putting you on the spot a fair amount, but is there a product that you believe in, you know, like something that you always use, like a certain brand of something that like you stand hard, you know, like I will only get this brand. A specific brand I have trouble yeah. with. I don't think so. Squatty Potty, I I could We've talked about it. We have. Yeah. We talked about it on our last episode. I I will go to my deathbed singing the praises of the Squatty Potty. Mm. I the fact that it I, the fact that I know that it is not in every home in the world is a crime. <laughs> it sh- it should be at every toilet. Well, John, we could just am, we could just tell you that it's in every every toilet in the world and then you know you're good. I would know that you're a liar because I've been to a rest stop. The fact that I in the near future I will have to go to work and use the restroom at work and there isn't a squatty potty there is Why a don't crime. you bring one in? There should be a it should be a crime portable squatty potty emily you spend a lot of money you spend a lot of time there why don't you just front them the cash for a squatty potty and make everyone's pooping experience better portable squatty potty oh you're just gonna fix it for yourself and no one else this is a product that's extremely selfish john look man i'm just here i'm out here trying to make a buck all right not a better place though you're not trying to make the world a better place. You're trying to make money for yourself. I am trying to make the world a better place. I believe this product will make the world a better place. It's impractical okay. for there to be squatty potties at every toilet in the world. You have to bring Why? your own. No, wait. That doesn't make any sense. This well, is- because there are a finite number of potties in the world, is what you're saying? And like, there's more people than there are potties, so... There must be, right? That wouldn't make there any sense. There have to be more people than there are bodies in the world. <laughs> Unless you count, like, the woods as, like, a potty. Unless you count the, the neighborhood swimming pool as a potty, which yeah. I know dozens of children do, at least. If, if you don't, you're lying to me and yourself. I had this whole conversation with Taylor like last week. I was like, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've peed in almost every pool I've ever yeah, been in." And he absolutely. was like, "You're you're a monster, and you're what? the reason all of us are swimming in pee." And I'm like, "I'm not the only reason no. all of us are swimming in pee." No, I'm also I'm in there. A contributor. <laughs> yeah, and now I'm never swimming in a, in a swimming pool ever again. It's, it's done. It's over for me in swimming pools. Have you ever seen? Someone play classical guitar. Um, I'm going to say yes. If you ever see somebody play classical guitar, they've got a little stool that they, they bring with them. It's like a collapsible yeah. stool that they put their foot up on to get the guitar in the right position for playing classical yeah. guitar. It's a thing. Sure. Look it up. 
Okay. Um, I won't, but yes. What I am saying is just that that thing, but times two. It it folds, yeah, too it little. folds out once before it pops up. That way you can get both your feet on top. Uh-huh. Portable squatty potty. Okay. It fits in your wallet. Not yet. We're working like on it. that, but we'll yeah. get there. Well, it has to. Like, I remember one year mom gave us this this credit card multi-tool in like our Christmas stocking. That's a and it that's was, a very mom thing to do. It was a great present, and yeah. I have since lost mine, and I would like another one, Santa slash mom. <laughs> Please and thank you. Santa, if you're listening I'll be at your this. house for Christmas this year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mom's house. Yeah. Well, not Santa's house. I'll be at mom's house for Christmas this year. Santa, please get me one of those things again because I lost mine. <laughs> I'm not going to buy one for myself, but it is pretty rad. Or I'll do just do what I did this year, and I just bought this stuff for all of the stockings, including my own. So I made sure everyone's stocking was full of stuff that I liked. All right. Emily, I'm going to need you to to pitch me a product. Any product? This is just... Well, no. I'm going to tell you the product, then you have to pitch it to oh, me. Oh, because I was like, you got to pick yours. Yeah. You know, well, just, the, oh, just well, I'm, I'm sorry. I Hey, stop the podcast. Emily, I'm yeah. sorry. You should be. That was rude of me to do. I forgive you. Thank you. But it was rude. I, I could never ask you to forgive me, but I am glad that you got there. Yeah. I'm, I am trying to think of, like, a product... <laughs> That I truly you didn't even in. have one. No, I have several, John. <laughs> so there, maybe. Hold on. Uh-huh. What do I use? <laughs> what do I use? I like blush underwear, like blush lingerie. Yeah. It's like uh, eco-friendly <laughs> lingerie that's also affordable and nice. It's old. It's cool, and they're pretty queer and fun. And they show you nipples on their website. That's huge. You gotta know where. Yeah. Look, you gotta know you where. You gotta the, know where, where the nipples gonna, are gonna line up. Where it's gonna sit. Yeah, I was gonna say. If you're Blush gonna lingerie. see the nipples through the 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 piece, you mm-hmm. want to know where it's gonna where it's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I'm gonna out myself. So, John, you might want to edit this out. I don't know how you feel. All right. But I only buy weed from Happy Capital. So <laughs> right. they're pretty, they're amazing. I mean, it's good. It's medical. Consistent, you know, it's always been a reliable. good, consistent. It's a good product. It's the, the purveyors are kind. It's easy to use. <laughs> I love it. Easy to use. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I meant like their platform is easy ah, to got use. It right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's, like it's great. You could use it however you want. There's bongs. There's joints. It's, it, it pipes. You can do whatever you want. Well, yeah. well you, can, you can do whatever you want with it once you leave their car, which is still the way people sell it. It's amazing. Anyways. Emily, I need you to pitch me Cheetos Lip Balm. This is a real product no. that came out in 2005. Oh, God. And oh God! It is lip balm that tastes like Cheetos. Does it taste? It tastes like Cheetos. I guess either that mm-hmm. or it's just orange. I have no clue. Okay, okay, hold on. Take your time. I am. Hold on. Are you tired of your neckbeard gamer boyfriend's lips tasting different than yours? <laughs> then I have a product for you. <laughs> Make your lips taste like his fingers taste. (laughs) (laughs) And get Cheetos lip balm. It's cheap. It's available just like him. Kind of. (laughs) I guess because you're dating him, he's not available. I don't know your life. Form a polycule and all wear this so you can identify each other at the next orgy. Everyone's going to be like, who's that intriguing tasting polycule? You'll be like, it's us. Don't point a black light over here. <laughs> that was my best. That was my best shot. That was great. How'd I do? Thank you. It's really good. We are really excited to show you the music that we have this week. The song you're about to hear is called Left to Lose by Cannon Beach. These guys 
gave me some serious serious nostalgia vibes from my childhood this is the modern alt-rock sound that i like grew up with so it, it was a, a joy an absolute joy to listen to their music they are an emerging duo out of sheffield uk uh and i'm really excited to to show them to you guys this is left to lose by cannon beach i spent my whole life on the road been chasing something i've been dreaming of and i can't keep on falling down the hole but i see the light at the end i'm there for the rushing pursuit of some meaning cause i'm not quite sure of my reason for breathing i've traveled through fire makeup artists sometimes like do these like lip makeup tutorials where it's like sprinkles all over their lips or something like very visually stunning but would never work for like just everyday or even club wear like it's just for the instagram and then they gotta take it off because it's impractical impractical to have sprinkles and or sparkles (laughs) all over your lips yep like i want to be able to put this lip balm on and have the the, the dust. dust, like the physical the, dust. Yeah, the <laughs> dust. Like, the dust 
uh, just the consistency, you yeah. know, like people do that on cakes now. They'll they'll spray frozen chocolate at a cake so it gets like a matte finish, yeah, as opposed to a glossy finish. And I want that matte finish, bright orange for my lips. And I know that a makeup artist has done it. Like 100%. I know that if you Google like Cheeto dust lip moi, <laughs> like makeup artist tutorial then it will show up and you will have this matte cheeto dust looking lip and you and, will, and you will then uh tag go to the comments and you will type in at downy siblings yeah and tag us so we can see it thank you yeah please and thank you <laughs> but yeah you know that exists but also that is what i expect from this product i don't know if it's like I, I'm, I'm sure it's not going to be, like, the realistic, like, the picture of the Starbucks latte versus what you actually get, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I, I don't expect it to give me that, but I do want it, or else I'm not buying the Cheeto lip gloss. Yeah. Sorry, chapstick? Is it chapstick or lip gloss? Does it have an SPF? It, that's, a, that's a game changer for me. It's got to have an SPF. Lip balm. What's that I mean? know no other details about this. <laughs> know your product. Because to be able to sell it, I got to know it. I mean, it's not necessarily true. Like, I could say anything about anything and probably sell it to, to somebody. You know what I mean? But I feel like in order to be fully above board, let's say, mm-hmm. then I feel like you should know your product so that you're not saying anything false about it. Like, proper advertising for cinnamon toast crunch should be we don't really check what goes in here i got i got a product for you emily okay is it for me is it for you to sell to me i'm, I'm selling it I'm, I'm gonna sell it to you mm-hmm, just, mm-hmm. yeah 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 yeah. just i got you i got you i got you i'm here i'm focused right. i'm in aesthetics right i, I mean yeah there it's huge it's everything some might say you're trying to go for that Early 1900s French, high fashion, high profile, beautiful, carefree. This is the aesthetic you're going for. What's the best way to achieve this aesthetic, Emily? Thank you for asking. Bic perfume. Now, why why all the Bic? The adjectives. The lighter company. Slash pens is putting out a parf- a perfume. This is this is coming to you soon. In late nineteen ninety. This this product is coming to your stores. Oh oh boy. Did you want? But am I gonna smell like pens or am I gonna smell like lighters? You're not. Look, lighters <laughs> lighters are not a question. part of it. Lighters are all in the aesthetic. You don't you don't want the cigarette. You want the cigarette holder. Cigarettes, look, it's the 1990s. Everyone is still cool with them. <laughs> no, we all know that smoking kills. You don't want that. Mm-hmm. You want the aesthetic of smoking, but with the scent of perfume. So this is in a in a perfect little package that that looks like a like a Bic lighter. Except it's filled with perfume. The '90s loved plastic, am I right? The '90s. They were like, "How do we, how do we put more stuff in plastic? How do we get as much plastic as humanly possible out into the yeah. world?" They're like, "We have too much oil, so and petroleum and petroleum byproducts. So what do we do? Make everything plastic hell world. Like, let's fill the world Lisa Frank style colors <laughs> with plastic." What did it smell like, though? I have no fucking idea. Just out of idea. curiosity. So it just looked like a lighter, but we don't know how it smelled? I, the, there was one called Jour. It was called Parfum, which is perfume in French. One of them was called Jour, which just means day. Day. Nuit, yeah. nuit which is just night. Night, yeah. Uh, then there was For Men, and then there was Sport for Men. <laughs> oh, wow. Options, though, am I right? <laughs> God, I hate the whole cosmetics industry. I hate I hate everything about it. You know, every time I use I use a, a deodorant called Schmitz and it's very good. It's an eco-friendly deodorant and it is only deodorant. It's not antiperspirant and it has no heavy metals or anything. So like low key, 
if you're stinky, you probably shouldn't use it. But like, it's good for me. It works for me because I'm not stinky and I'm a pretty girl. But also, like, it is not. It is not sold with a gender. It, it <laughs> just has a variety. Like, a, they're expanding their variety of scents. Yeah. For this particular brand, right? But they are just an eco deodorant brand. And yet, when I go to Target to buy it because it is sold at Target locations, Target has tried their hardest, despite not being given any indication that any of this is gendered, because it isn't. Right. They still determined, like, so determined to separate the sense of this deodorant into the men's and women's aisles. Oh, my God. Like, why it's not gendered but they insist they're like well cedar goes with the men and charcoal goes with the men and rose goes with the girls and i'm like there's no gender on this packaging there's no difference in price why are there's you no forcing in something packaging. on this company <laughs> they like literally will separate it into the men's aisle and the women's aisle like it's a thing when it very much is not a thing and they just try so they're bending over backwards to force gender into this to packaging that doesn't exist what scents are male and which are female this is this is for penis like this is boy <laughs> scent like no and you know man that some manager is just like we got to separate just fucking do it i don't care just and separate then it. i don't this i guess this Cla- Calvin wage- clay is for men now this, i don't know this minimum wage employee is just like what gender is a gardenia i don't know <laughs> like, please tell me what gender this flower is so i can go on my break and smoke eight cigarettes and then put on bic perfume to cover it up <laughs> They're, they're, I hate, the only I hate thing the I'm, cosmetic industry. I hate it. It's terrible. There's a couple products in here that I think would work. Cosmopolitan yogurt, 1999. Cosmopolitan, the magazine, put out a yogurt. Did you, where, what landfill did you find this list in? <laughs> like, what strata? <laughs> How how far did you have to dig? Oh, God, I hope this list isn't fake, Emily. Oh, you just made me so nervous. <laughs> There's some stuff in here that I know is real. They have segues on here. Uh, segues are fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Cosmopolitan yogurt. That's an easy sell, dude. Cosmopolitan yogurt? You put sex tips inside the lid. You peel, really? you peel the, no, I don't think, I mean, I don't they, think they did, which is fucking stupid. They should put sex tips in the Snapple caps. <laughs> But they shouldn't sell it like that. They should just pepper them in. <laughs> no, they're okay. The types of facts that you get need to be separated by flavor of Snapple, which is why the sexiest What's the sexy flavor Snapple? Yeah, cranberry. Gets the sex tips, which is obviously cranberry. Mango madness. Is that the sexy one? I think that's the fun one. Okay. Pomegranate raspberry. One. Yeah, though that's sexy for cool. sure. It's those fruits are red, John. Pomegranate, that that's the that was the true apple the t- from Yeah, it's the fruit of temptation. Fruit and of temptation. also the fruit of temptation for Persephone as well. So it works. Whether you're into Greek mythology or Christianity. <laughs> uh just r- real quick, Gerber singles, nineteen ninety four. Like Gerber, but only for single mothers, <laughs> single parents. <laughs> this is the baby you somehow, feed your child if you're alone. Somehow they managed to separate the Gerber products that are for couples with babies and single parents. I mean, yeah. you know, The past was a rough place, you know? There is just a small amount, I guess. In, in each jar, so it's just a single serving? That is so wasteful. I'm telling you, the packaging, we think it's out of control now. I feel like it was super out of control in the 90s. Like, super. Wait, they came up with the idea to create baby food for adults. Okay. Mm. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Okay. I just spat out my beer. That's disgusting. So it's the same size, maybe a little bigger, because it's supposed to be... A pureed meal for adults in a jar. 
This is definitely not real. This list you're looking at is not real product. Emily, if this is not real, I'm going to be so embarrassed. <laughs> Presumably, you're looking on the internet. Quick, pitch me LaserDisc while I look this up. Um, LaserDisc. Okay, it was supposed to be better than VHS, but for some reason, it was expensive. Shit, Taylor was looking into this, like, super intensely. Oh, like, that's He so wanted sad. to start collecting LaserDisc. It was something like the, the the image quality was like crazy high for its time, but it was very expensive to make the laser discs. And also quickly eclipsed. <laughs> they were quickly eclipsed, but not by DVD. They were eclipsed by VHS for some reason, and I can't remember why. And I do listen when he talks, but like laser disc is a very difficult topic to listen to. And I have ADD. Laserdisc is a dry, it, it's a very <laughs> dry topic. Yeah. I'd be like, Taylor, what are you looking at your phone about? And he'd be like, Laserdisc. And I'd be like, okay. And then he'd tell me about it and I'd be playing the dot game on my phone. <laughs> so I was listening, but I wasn't recording, you know? Like right. in the moment I was listening. Do I remember about Laserdisc now? No. I do know that... They got a, a really good image quality for the time. I think that was like the thing about Laserdisc that was very good, but it was just too expensive. iTop, wearable DVD player, 2004. You know, Google Glass, think precursor to that. Put glasses on, they, there's a little screen drop down that goes in front of it, hooks directly into your portable DVD player. You're watching DVDs on the go. This is perfect for the plane. This is perfect are you, for the are train. Are you creating this? No, this is this is real. That was a real thing? I I hope so. And we lost it? <laughs> <laughs> iTop wearable DVD player, baby. This is real shit. Oh my god, let's go on eBay right now and buy one. Appliedcommunication.org. iTop? More like iFlop. Oh, Jesus Christ. I want it. I want it. I want it right now. I want it for car trips. Okay. Shrek the because third. Because they don't make the they don't where, make the DVD player to go down in the in the adult passenger seat. Where do you watch Shrek the third? Nowhere. There is I love a, Shrek the there third. There is a DVD copy of it at your parents' house in a closet. No one goes into, and it's filled with DVDs and VHSs. Justin because they have nowhere was else in to it. put it. Where are you going to hear the good jokes from Mike Myers? Where are you going to hear the the beautiful voice acting of Justin Timberlake? Nowhere else than in Shrek the third. Those, that, this is the only one place where you can hear Mike Myers, Cameron Diaz, and Justin Timberlake all in one place. All your well, faves. Well, all the princesses did the did the thing together. It was had the badass girl montage. By the way, years ahead of Ma Marvel and Infinity War and whatever garbage that was, where it was That's like true. girl power, and it was like really stupid and clearly. Like lip service only. Yeah, give me a bunch of Disney princesses. But kicking give ass. me the. Yeah, give me the, the off-brand Disney princesses of Shrek <laughs> kicking ass to that Barracuda song. Fuck yeah. To Hearts Barracuda. Like, that stirred my inner fire as a child, and that's why I like girls now. Like I need... And boys, but still. <laughs> I need a <laughs> VR experience, like an, an in-depth, immersive experience in VR of that medieval high school i would like i want yeah. to attend that medieval high school oh my god what was it called worcestershire worcestershire academy very good i i genuinely like shrek the third i think it goes shrek the first shrek the no wait because shrek 2 every time i get i get like because i've said this before on the podcast that Shrek 2, it like slips my memory, and then I remember that Shrek 2 is fucking amazing. It's, it kicks super hard. It might go Shrek hard. 2, Shrek 1, sec Shrek 3, unfortunately, but they're all amazing. They're they're all very, as a trilogy, very good. People shit it's on Shrek the Third. fucking and trilogy. To, to those people, I say, go back and watch it again, because it's great. Top trilogies, go. Top trilogies, Top for, trilogies? For, for cinema. Yeah, I would say it goes like Shrek, and then like... Iron Man. Iron Man? Iron Man's a pretty good trilogy. As the second is not good. Are you just... Is this a list of trilogies you could name? No, because <laughs> there's Thor, too, and also what? Godfather, Rocky. Um, 
I'm just listing them now because I want to be able to choose. Like, I want to have options. X-Men, the first one. Most. Uh, I'll, this is, okay, Spider-Man. This is no judgment. Not the amazing Spider-Man, like the first the Spider-Man. The Spider-Man films. I, yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot oh. of people would have come up with Lord of the Rings first. <laughs> oh, shit. Lord of the Rings. I forgot about Lord of the Rings. Okay, Shrek, Lord of the Rings, for sure. You, you better number hope one, number two. that nerds don't catch on to this show. Because <laughs> they, they will be on you. I think I'm safe, honestly. Yeah. But yeah, I would go sh- the Shrek trilogy, then Lord of the Rings, because I, cons- I really like it. I consider the Shrek trilogy to be a, a a trilogy in the same way that I consider the Pirates of the Caribbean trilogy to be a trilogy. The yeah, first where Pirates of the Caribbean, more... the, th- the first three Pirates of the Caribbean films are. It is a great trilogy. Yeah, second and then one they happens, kept making more. Picks up right where the third one picks up right where the second one left off, and it's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True trilogies. And then they like were like, oh no, we're still making money though. Oh shit. So we can't just stop. Disney you know? told us we had to make five more of these, but we can't get Orlando Bloom for any of them. No, Orlando Bloom's busy doing Lord of the Rings. Is he just like the trilogy king? And then yes. like, are we counting split what they started to do do us dirty with the split release of a very long third? Right, so like Hunger Games is a trilogy, but they fucked us by making Mocking Jay yep. part one and two. Was it parts one, two, and three on Mocking Jay? I hope not. I don't think so. I think it was just. I two didn't movies. watch it. I just no. read the books. And I they were watched like, the first film, okay. I think, in theaters, and then I don't know what happened to the other two. I read yeah, the books. Yeah, they didn't take Peta's leg off, and so I lost interest because, like, fuck you guys. They didn't take Peta's leg off. They didn't take Peter's leg off. They didn't make Hawkeye deaf. Like, did that happen in the book? Yeah, Peter lost his fucking leg. Why don't I that remember? Was a real that. thing. I don't know. I guess you deleted it. Just like uh, whoever did is responsible for the Hunger Games quadrilogy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Emily. mad. I'm mad today. I'm full of piss and vinegar, man. <laughs> I'm amped. <laughs> Final thoughts on how to sell anything. We really, I don't know that we did that. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, if you ever just want to buy something, just ask me whether you should first. That's, that's really what it is. It's, it's, I'm like around, you know, like I, that's like my response <laughs> to anything with anyone. People are like, Hey, are you like available? And my response is always like, I'm here. You know what I mean? Like I'm around. I have no life. So just like, Hit me up if you want to buy something and I'll, you know, I'll do your shopping for you and and tell you whether it's okay or not. Did I tell you, I was actually closing notes. Uh Uh-huh. I shopped so much on Wayfair (laughs) that they gave me a business account. You said this on the last episode of this show. Fuck. Fuck. (laughs) Fuck. I take it all back. I take it all back. I'm sorry. I realize it's been... I had to email them about it. I had to be like, I'm not a business. Please give me my old account back. You did not tell us that they forced a business account on you. No, they did. They they were like, you've successfully transitioned to a business account. And I was like, no. And I had to... I had to email the person because a person emailed me. Like, they were like, hi, I'm your business account liaison. And I'm like, please, I'm not a business. <laughs> please don't do this to me. I am one lady. I'm just one lady. I just have I just a like lot of plants. plants. I just have so many plants. Please just let me live my life in anonymity. <laughs> but yeah, so never mind. I have no advice. Just, just. Yeah, send me your credit card number and I'll buy stuff for you in Wayfair. Wing! <laughs> With her business account. My business account that I, I guess I'd have to check to see whether they've corrected it or not because they didn't <laughs> respond to my email. Oh, no. That was pretty rude. That is rude. And I'll be, take, I'll be taking my business business elsewhere. <laughs> Personal stuff, though? Wayfair all the way. Stay, no, stay here. Stay here. Stay here. Oh, man. I'm still waiting on some some sheets that I ordered two months ago. Apparently, they're getting here in April, so. Oh, my God. I thought my pitch for the iTop wearable DVD player was pretty Oh, good. I'm sold on that. I'm sold on it. Like, I don't care if it was a flop. I want it. Yeah. Is it called? It's it's called iTop, but it's not through Apple, is it? No. iTop like I. <gasps> stop. Like E-Y-E-T-O-P. iTop. Stop. Hold everything. <laughs> Put this on my body, please. 
put this under my Christmas tree. Santa, please. <laughs> Santa, please. We have some people to thank. I would like to thank Ethan Gustafson for the use of his music as our intro and outro theme. You can find more work from Ethan at somepointsound.com. Thank you so much to Natalie Spitzel for the use of her cover art. If you'd like to see more from Natalie, you can go to her Instagram at NMS underscore creative or go to her website, NatalieSpitzel.com. Thanks, Natalie. Episode one, season two of Outlaws and Old Ones on Twitch.tv slash The Outlaws Network. It kicked, guys. It kicked so hard. It was extremely fun to have to have people in there hanging out with us. We got insane rolls. I got one of the, I think, three critical successes uh, that we've ever gotten in the entire, like, over 10 years of playing this game. We, Brag much. It was insane it was so much fun if you guys haven't seen it yet go to twitch.tv slash the outlaws network you can watch it there because that'll still be up or you can find it on our youtube channel just go to youtube and search the outlaws network that uh it should come right up it should be the most recent episode that we posted there it was so much fun thanks again to everyone who tuned in and was hanging out in chat if you haven't followed us on twitch please go to twitch.tv slash the outlaws network and follow us there that way you get notified when we go live every thursday at 7 p.m uh eastern time and you can come hang out with us in chat and you can be involved you can suggest names for npcs you can suggest Jorge keeps on telling people that he's going to kill us and that you can be involved in that. You can just say, hey, I want a bear to appear, and he'll make a bear appear. So if if you're an agent of chaos, our our chat section is right for you. So please, twitch.tv slash the Outlaws Network. Come follow us. Come hang out. Thank you. HomesteadHemp1787.com. You should be going there for all of your CBD products. They have CBD bath bombs, CBD pre-rolls, and oil, and so much more. Go ahead and support a small family-owned business. And while you're at it, get 20% off your next order by entering the code DOWNTIME at checkout. Once again, that's HomesteadHemp1787.com. Or follow them on Instagram at Homestead Hemp 1787. They are a wonderful business. They deserve all our listeners' uh, business, I suppose. And go ahead, enter the code DOWNTIME for 20% off your next order and get some awesome CBD and hemp products. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Emily Downey. I'm John Downey. Outdated forms of media. I will fight you. Keep that button high. <laughs>